Garfield sneaks up behind Don while he's drinking his coffee and starts poking at him. Don spills his coffee. Garfield keeps poking away. Garfield's thought balloon says, I'm hungry. John looks at Garfield, says, Garfield, you know how I hate it when you poke me. Garfield keeps poking, starts poking with two paws. Then feed me. And then John starts doing it to Garfield. How would you like it if I poked you? Garfield starts poking faster and harder with both paws. Nate stops over. It's things like that that make me glad I'm a dog owner. Cody starts poking at that guy, and Odie's little thought balloon says, I'm hungry. <laughs> little pains in the ass, always constantly poking ass, annoying us, wanting to be fed, wanting out, wanting something. Hello, and welcome to episode 60 of Under the Call of MS. Today's the Sunday comic special episode. I did not read... Newspaper comics today, but I have them here, so they're going to be a, basically new to you and new to me all at the same time. But first off, we're going to start with a little bit of Marmaduke, the big great Dane that's always too overly friendly. Marmaduke's laying on the side of the road, motorcyclist is driving down the road, sees four signs sticking up. Says last chance. Armaduke just ahead. Kick in the passing gear, or you'll never make it. Armaduke just waiting to jump out and knock the cyclist over. Armaduke gets greeted at the door by a couple. Guy says, If I strolled in two hours late for dinner, I'd never hear the end of it. Marmaduke's getting big old hugs from uh, finally home. Hey, you got the Marmaduke laying on one side of a fence. And the guys are sitting out in a chair talking. And one guy's got the hiccups. And the other guy says, you ain't right here. I have a shirt here for your hiccups. A giant dog jumped in your lap, scaring the crap out of you. Okay. Yeah. Marmaduke and the kid. Marmaduke's got a bone in his mouth. The kid's got an ice cream cone in his hand. It yells at Marmaduke, I will not trade bites. <laughs> hey, because you ain't going to have a cone left after Marmaduke eats that. Hey. Marmaduke and his pops wrestling around on the floor as they're watching TV. And he says, Dottie, turn the TV off. Marmaduke's carried away by the wrestling again. <laughs> That's one fun thing about big old Great Danes can wrestle around with him. All right. Marmaduke looking out a window, two old ladies walking down the sidewalk. One lady says, they're nice people, otherwise. <laughs> Marmaduke looking at the Christmas tree. The kid's tying a bone to the top of the Christmas tree. Another kid's hanging some ornaments, and mom's sitting there 
saying, I don't care if it's Marmaduke's idea. You're not putting a bone on top of the Christmas tree. Christmas tree would not last long. All right. Police officer pulled Marmaduke and Pops and the kid over. And Marmaduke's hanging out the window, chewing on something. And the cop's just writing away like he's writing a ticket book. And it says, the kid says, how can you write a ticket without a ticket book? That'd be pretty handy having Marmaduke around, eat the cop's ticket book. That doesn't work. You can chase the cop down the road. All right. Marmaduke and his owners running down. Well, Marmaduke's running down the sidewalk and his owner's getting dragged behind. Sees one of the neighbors. He says, what I don't like is when he comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah. Marmaduke getting wrestled by his parents. And old man says, it sounded easy, didn't it? A spoonful every hour. It's amazing how strong those animals can get. And Marmaduke, he's a big boy. So he's he's going to be hard to give medicine to no matter what you got to do. But it's amazing how our tiny little cat, Lemmy Kilmeister, can sit there and struggle so hard when you're trying to get, work his ears or do something. To him and just does not want it done. He's just hulks up and comes way stronger than you would expect for a tiny little critter. All right, yeah, Marmaduke chasing a skunk, and Marmaduke's being chased by the kid, and the neighbor's sitting in his chair, and they're running around and around and around a tree. And neighbor says, yeah, yeah, Marmaduke is chasing a kitty. So what else is new? I'm going to get a little surprise pretty soon. All right. Marmaduke and his owner wrestling over a recliner that's getting tipped over and Ma's sitting there. And Pa says, what does it look like we're doing? Fighting over who gets the chair. It's hilarious how the critters can just take over the furniture. Like my wife, the cat will sit on her chair and she'll just go sit somewhere else or go stand somewhere because she doesn't want to take the cat, pick him up, and get her chair back. Uh, yeah, Marmaduke all reclined out in the recliner. Pops comes up, says, you can be replaced by a hamster, you know. I say that all the time. It's been so much easier just to get a goldfish. All right, yeah, a few ladies at the in the house by a walkway, a doorway, and Marmaduke standing around the corner. And Ma says to the ladies, "Don't stand under the mistletoe. He knows what it means." <laughs> and big old slobbery kisses. Hey, got Marmaduke and two kids running down the street. Pops walking up with his briefcase coming home from work. Another person at the bus stop. Pops says, this is, this is the part of the day that I dread most, getting home. Yeah, I, I could see that being a rough one with his 
big old dog jumping on you, the kids jumping on you. Might want to just stay at work. All right, one last Marmaduke here. He's carrying a purse around his neck. Ma's carrying a bunch of wrapped presents. Two ladies are walking the other way in the snow, and they turn around, and the one lady says, nobody's going to snatch that purse. Oh, uh, yeah. Good old Marmaduke. All right. Let's see what today's Sunday Comics has to offer. And like I said, they're new to me and new to you today. I didn't get a chance to pre-read them. See what we got here. For better or for worse. Got a little kid crawling around, eating anything he finds on the carpet, including leaves, and grabs the dog hair. Big chunk of rips a chunk of dog hair out of the dog and eats it. Goes over to Charlie's bowl and grabs a couple handfuls of dog food, starts eating, and then Ma picks him up and sticks him in his high chair. Sticks a bowl of baby food in front of him. Spoons up some, sticks it in his mouth, and he just spits it out. Zits. Guy's laying on a massage table. Gal's massaging him. Says right here. Says, mm, yeah, that's the spot. And then she stretches him, pulls his arm backwards. Says, what happened? Says, I tweaked my back messing with the football. Passing it, punting it, catching it, she says. Says, not inflating it. Another guy comes in and he says, and it already has more views than the one of him dangling from the Christmas light. All right. Let's see. Check out Blondie. Bigwood's at the bowling alley. Bowling away. Says another gutter ball. That's it. I quit. I'm officially through with bowling, Herb. Stupid sport anyway. Grabs his ball, puts it in his bag, starts walking off. Says, from now on, I'm sticking to golf. Never want to touch a bowling ball again. And Herb says, that's too bad. I just ordered a large pepperoni pizza and three dozen hot wings. Bagwood stops in his tracks. Okay, I'll give it one more shot. Attaboy, Herb says. Alright, we got another Garfield here. Odie comes up. Bark. Garfield comes out. Quiet, Odie. Bark, bark. Quiet, and I mean it. Bark, 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 bark. I can't find any of my socks, John says. Garfield holding his cup of coffee says, let's just say they're otherwise employed. <laughs> They're otherwise employed at the moment. <laughs> they don't show a picture, but you can just imagine what Garfield did with John Socks. Don Odie's mouth. Alright. Next page has the offer here. 
Uh, yeah, Ziggy looking up at a star. Star says, look, I'm 137 light years away. You earthlings know you have your own personal wishing star. It's called the sun. And it's only eight light minutes away. Yeah. Oh, so. Hey, BC, you got a big dinosaur walking up to a big tree. It starts munching on it. Munching away, munching away. Eats the whole top of the tree. Starts working on the, st the base of the tree. And then hurt starts to choke and then spits it out and here's something else go ah i wish the meteor would hurry up and get here some weird sloth looking creatures laying in a big puddle of spit bizarro yeah a cat and a dog on a couch looking up a, out a window Dog says, I can never get used to how fast time flies when you're surfing the hood. <laughs> Don't get it. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Check out the black horn, see how abusive she is to him today. He's standing outside, holding something in his hand. She comes walking out with like a tablet or a book in her hand. And she says, I knew letting you buy the expensive drone was a mistake. FAA and NASA called. All right. She's at that. He's at the eye doctor sitting, looking at the, doing the eye exam thing, looking at the letters. She comes in, says, I know his side eye is 2020. All right, these aren't that good today. Uh, see, Mother Groose and Grim. Yeah, Colin come up, comes up to a door. Old lady opens the door. He's got his shoes in his hands, handing them to her. She says, where have you been all night? And wipe that stupid smile off your face. <laughs> Uh, hey, pickles can't fail us. Let's see what pickles have. Yeah, boy leaning over the back of the couch. Grandpa's sitting on the couch with the dog laying with his head on Grandpa's lap. Grandpa says, the thing about kids your age is that your brain doesn't have any filter. It says, what does that mean? Grandpa says, it means you talk without thinking. How it'll how it'll make people feel. Grandma comes in. She's vacuuming away. And Grandpa says, "Opal, you missed some cookie crumbs by the by my recliner." And then you see Grandpa vacuuming the recliner area up, and the kid and dog looking at Grandpa. And Grandpa says to the kid. It's wiser just to never talk at all. Yeah. I'm getting attacked by my cat. So it's kind of hard to... Hard to do the magazine, the newspaper here. 
See what I can if I can get something laid out here. Alright, we'll do one last one. Cats being a pain in the ass. Yeah, Hagar the Horrible. He's in his ship with a sidekick. Sidekick says, My girlfriend and I are having problems with her father. He's so protective of her. We're concerned about a confrontation. Hagar says, You're 400 miles from land. You can relax. And the sidekick says, I wish, as the mermaid comes up to the side of the ship and see her father with his spear. Oh, can't think of the figure at this time, the name, but the mermaid's father is just sitting there looking at him with a spear. All right, so those weren't that great. Uh, this is kind of hard to do with you on my lap, Lenny. <laughs> Let's see if I got what we can talk about today with MS related. Something in here. Uh. Talking about some more vision issues and making technology accessible if you have the vision issues. You use technology when you have them. And it can be challenging and can be frustrating trying to see stuff screen-wise and all that. But most tablets and everything have uh, devices that allow you to increase the size of the content on the screen. Usually it's simple as pinching your thumb and index finger and moving it in or out to change the size. You need a more permanent solution. You need to go to the main settings application and look for display then text size to change the settings permanently. Yet most newer devices have built-in text-to-speech features. And you can also choose to have the entire screen read aloud or just a selection. You know, I had the opportunity to do a verbal text thing and have the computer printed. And I changed my mind and did it manually. But I do plan on trying that with my computer now that I know I have that on there one of these days. Can enable dictation on your devices, keyboard, which will allow you to use speech to text options. You can then speak any text you want to input, such as a text message, email, notes, or any other application that would require typing. This technology is amazingly accurate. Just think before you speak as it records all sounds. In addition, remember to turn it off when you are done so that it stops recording. That's why I haven't tried mine yet, because I didn't, wasn't sure how good it was, because I dealt with stuff in our past, and it really sucked. <laughs> but technology should be up there now, but most of my computers and tablets and stuff are so old, they probably don't have the good technology in them anyways yet. Uh, you can use the rear camera and flash can also act as a magnifier, which 
which I never even thought of, but yeah, that makes sense. You can just zoom in with your camera and stuff. It's easier for you to read stuff that you're trying to look at, newspapers and things. Uh, it's going to be set up in your main settings. Works works like you are zooming in with the camera as if you are taking a picture, but you use it to magnify objects without taking a picture. The light is powerful, and because it is a camera, the autofocus makes it clearer than a normal magnifying glass. Both Android and Apple iOS have built-in programs that allow you to use voice commands to interact with your device. It is getting cheaper and easier to connect all your technological devices together to communicate and share information. More and more home devices can be connected and controlled with your voice or a click in an app or program. That's smart speakers out there that are much more than just a music player and a voice assistant ready to answer just about any question put forth. Everything from thermostats to to security systems can generally be integrated with your smart speakers. Technology is changing at a lightning speed, so you can get help from your technological technology stores. The employees are usually useful and stuff and can help you out with just about anything. Uh, just be smart about it and go to a store that's basically for it, like Best Buy or computer-related store or whatever. And if you just go to like Walmart or Shopco or something, you're going to have workers that might not be as knowledgeable with all those types of things. Uh, and the, yeah, I also realize that employees are usually often unfamiliar with the needs of our disabilities. But you can also go to your local library because many libraries offer classes on helping you use technology, which amazing what they well it's not amazing it's just surprising that how much they do nowadays with the libraries our local library constantly has stuff going on they have movies that it seems like some of them are there for they do little movie movie days like once a week at our library and a lot of times the movie they have out is just came out of the theaters or whatever so they you can get some nice new films and for the kids to see and stuff and adults. And they got their computers right there. They got people that will help you with the computers. They're nice and knowledgeable. So, yeah, it's if you are trying to learn some things, the library is always a good place to go nowadays. Take another little look at some more of the... Our favorite cartoons from the 70s. We had one of my favorites. All these are all pretty much been my favorites. I used to watch all these, but the Plastic Plastic Man Comedy Adventure Show. And from 1979 to 81, it was one of the earliest comic book superheroes debuting, debuting in 1941. Plastic Man and his stretchy superpowers extended to him 
being the star of this fun and funny Saturday morning cartoon that also featured the hero in some live action segments. Another fun one was Hong Kong Fui from 1974. 70s sure liked its canine cartoon superheroes, along with Underdog and Dino Mutt. There was also this guy, mild-mannered janitor Penrod Penny Pooch. In times of crisis, he would turn into the titular hero using a martial arts handbook to practice his skills to comedically bad effect, yet still managing to come out on top despite his incompetence. A lot of characters back in those days were useless, but they ended up solving crimes and getting things through luck. Yeah, that was a big theme back then. And this has to be, yeah, one of one of my top three con, uh, cartoons of all times is Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. 1977 and 1980, this one ran. It was one of Hanna-Barbera's. Many series from the era about mystery-solving teens. This show featured three girls who delved into cases with the aid of the world's first superhero, thought-out prehistoric cave-dwelling Captain Caveman, a.k.a. Cavey, voiced by the inimitable Mel Blanc. Yeah, those were some great times. When you could wake up on Saturday morning, stay in your PJs, blanket, pillows, piled up on the living room floor, or every now and then make a little blanket fort or something, hang out there with your big old bowl of cereal and watch your Saturday morning cartoons. Those are some good days. Yeah, that was our comics for today. Uh, Be sure to check out the other podcasts, Crimson Call Comic Club and Under the Call, both in audio and video formats. And there was a special appearance, Halloween appearance, of... One of my favorite podcasts from one of the guys from the group, the AB Conversation. It's back talking about movies, comics, food, all kinds of entertainment stuff. It's a fun podcast that I know they said they came back for a Halloween special episode, but I think the guys can come back. Once a week, a couple times a month or something. We're in the Zoom era. You don't have to leave your house. You got no excuses that you can't hook up and do a little pod together. So hopefully we'll see that in the future this year. And who knows? Might have some other podcasts coming out pretty soon. But yeah. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hopefully we had a couple good comics for you to listen to. And hope you enjoy the rest of the day. If you're lucky like us, you got some really nice weather for this time of season. 
whereas it could be in the 50s. We're luckily still in the 70s, so I'm going to take advantage of it. So you should do that too. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you again within the next couple of days.